Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures unchanged at 5.53. January soybeans down one and a half at 12.04. December Chicago wheat is up two and a half cents at 7.69. December Kansas City wheat up one and a quarter at 7.80. December spring wheat up four cents at 10.13 and a half. If you guys are listening on podcast, leave me a rating or a review. Appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like these videos, help me to grow this channel. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to standardgrain.com, click on grain marketing plan, check out the subscription service guys, $49.99 a month, a ton of information direct from me. Give that a shot here this week. Uh, USDA released some acreage estimates and some other estimates on their website on Friday. And these are uh, ahead of the February baseline projection report. Uh, Guys, I don't ever issue recommendations uh, in these videos or on the podcast, but I will recommend this. Uh, Do not for any reason open any of these spreadsheets. It would be very, very bad for your mental health. Um, It's just, it's a mess of data and it's all very wrong, I think, in my opinion. Uh, The acreage estimates and and the way that they came about these are what's of concern to me. Um, So USDA estimated 2022 U.S. corn acreage at 92 million, which would be down from 93.3 in 2021. They estimated soybean acreage at 87.5, which would be up from 87.2 in 2021. Um, I don't necessarily have an issue with those numbers in particular. I mean, I think a lot of people believe that maybe the corn acreage loss will be larger. The issue that I have is with this. USDA estimated variable cost of production of uh, for corn in 2022 at $346 per acre, which is up only $4 from 342 in 2021. They're they're saying that variable cost of production for corn is going to rise by 1.2% next year and we know that that is a bad number. We know that that increase is is far 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 greater than that. So it's it's for that reason alone that this data is all garbage in my opinion. I mean there's nothing you can do with this. You can't take this to the bank. It's not actionable. Um this is th- these are this is just guesswork guys. They put this stuff together for budgeting purposes, but um uh the the, the the methodology here is is garbage. Um, the acreage estimates, I don't know. I I personally don't believe we're going to lose four million acres of corn, but um, there's a lot of of moving parts here. This fertilizer thing, this input thing, um, just so much messy stuff that that could change the situation. It's going to be one of the more interesting acreage battles that we've seen, certainly. But guys, don't don't open those spreadsheets. It, it's it's a bad idea. It's just guesswork. Uh, fund traders have been aggressive buyers in the corn market. Last week, or in the week ending last Tuesday, funds bought almost 84,000 contracts of corn. So they are uh, long, again, uh, north of 300,000 contracts. Uh, The estimated Friday's close was 301,000. That's futures only. It was 318 as of last Tuesday. So the the funds have really kind of stuck to their guns here in terms of of the long position in the corn market. I think there's a lot of... um, thought that like, you know, we just can't tolerate an acreage loss next year. The balance sheets are going to are going to remain tight and maybe get tighter, especially if we do lose acreage in 2022. Uh, demand is still pretty good. So the uh, funds still very much favoring the corn market, whereas in soybeans, they're, you know, close to flat, maybe long, just a little bit. They've been on both uh, sides of the SRW wheat market. If you guys are watching and you see this chart, I send these out for corn, soybeans, wheat every Monday morning as part of the newsletter service. Uh, I call this the, the fund tracker charts. It's a really good thing to keep tabs on. We do have a USDA report this week. This is the monthly crop production and WASD report. It will be out tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. Uh, in general, traders expect the estimates 
for the 2021 U.S. corn and soybean crops to increase slightly. You should see a bump of about half a bushel per acre for both crops. That's what's expected. Uh, what actually comes in, I'm not sure. In terms of carryout estimates, you're going to see a bigger U.S. carryout estimate. 320 million bushels was the number for the United States last month. The trade expects that number to rise to 360. Uh, the real number that's being traded, in my opinion, is well north of 400. It, it, it's going to be bearish versus last month in beans. It's just a question of by how much. And it's for that reason that the uh, soybean market is has has moved lower and it's in the process of discounting a higher carryout number. Where are we in that process? I'm not sure exactly. Uh, the corn, they expect the carryout number actually to be lighter because maybe some uh, better demand numbers coming in. Shouldn't see much of a surprise in wheat, uh, although you could see the wheat market move certainly, especially if you had some movement in the row crop markets. Chinese soybean imports in October were the lowest since March of 2020. Uh, the monthly print was down 26% from September. It was down 41% versus October of last year. Um, two things here I think were, were big drivers of these reduced imports. First off, you had the hurricane here at the U.S. Gulf, which limited export activity. And uh, second off, um, crush margins in China have been poor. Now, earlier, just a few months ago, you know, over the summer, China was importing a lot of beans. So their year-to-date total uh, for the first 10 months of the year is only down 5% versus the same period last year. Um, so interesting situation. China continues to buy beans from Brazil, uh, even though it's kind of the the, U, the big U.S. window here. So you've got a lot of issues impacting the, the U.S. export program, all of which are, are kind of leading to that uh, prospect for a higher carryout number, reduced exports. Rains will return to the Corn Belt uh, this week. It's not going to be anything super heavy, but um, you're going to see most of Iowa, most of Minnesota, uh, quite a bit of Missouri, eastern Kansas, eastern Oklahoma, uh, Wisconsin, uh, eastern part of North Dakota. They're going to see you know an inch of rain, maybe a little bit more in some areas, and then areas further to the east. This the system's going to hit the western Corn Belt uh, Wednesday, Thursday. It's going to be uh, moving pretty quickly. It'll move out east by uh, Thursday, Friday. Uh, not much rain in the eastern Corn Belt. Expect, you know, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio should see half an inch or less. So, you know, you may see some uh, minor harvest delays in these areas again, but uh, all in all, we're still doing all right, I think. And in some of these areas still drying out. I know there's certainly been some areas that caught uh, far too much rain here as of late. The uh, cattle market um, has been acting better. We had a decent week. Cash cattle was 129 to 130 on Friday. Most of the action last week at 128, but improving certainly. Uh, in the cash or in the uh, outside markets, the U.S. dollar is down a little bit here this morning, but overall has been pretty strong. The S&P is up three points. The Dow's up 70. Uh, precious metals just a little bit higher. The bonds are off a little bit. Crude oil is up 61 cents, 81.88 in the December WTI contract. Everybody have a great day today. I will talk to you guys same time tomorrow morning.